Oh, hello, hello, hello. Good evening. Uh, Thank you all for joining us after we uh, took last week off. We didn't actually take last week off, but we took last week off from this. Yeah. It was still me running somewhere else. Right. We still had to be in face and we still had to do things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, welcome to Let's Have a Fifi. This is season 11, episode 15, and it is February 1st uh, for more than 10 years. That holds no significance for me whatsoever. Uh, Happy Black History Month. Um, oh, thank you. I've, thank you so much. <laughs> I've been black for 365 for the last 38, almost 39 years. So, Boop. um, <laughs> and yet you uh, for, still want another month. Like, oh my God. Uh, can we get a longer month? Can we like get March or something? I don't know. No, no. Can we go into get the two shortest months? month. That's all you get. Um, <laughs> shit. Um, for more than 10 years, we have been your Wednesday night conversation, and tonight you might hear mumblings and rumblings of my household, because that is what we do here, um, even though we've been doing this show <laughs> for longer than some of the people have been alive in my house. Um... <laughs> Uh, so this is nothing new. I just go with the flow, and uh, it's my world. I live in this world and here, and they live out there, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. I'm Felicia Fifi Minor, and um, again, happy Black History Month. Thank you so much. Um, um Yeah, and I, I'm just, I'm still Freddie. Still Freddie. Just hanging um, out over here in my nice... Quiet drag cave. Where you I mean, even when you like... were in, okay, so even when you were in the house, your kids were and partner were very considerate of the time, mm. the space. That's because they know better. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm not. I'm not training my animals very well. Um... <laughs> do better with your pets. We should do better with your pets. <laughs> Uh, speaking of pets, you can get exclusive content uh, from us on our Patreon uh, at patreon.com slash let's have a Fifi. Um, I don't know where my stuff is. Oh, there it is. I was like, uh <laughs> Anyway, uh, we'd like to thank our patrons, Brandon, D, Drake Jensen, Casey Starr, Carrie and Corey, Kim, Joan, Leanne, Nicole, and Shannon. Um, yes. Um, we appreciate every nickel, dime, whatever you decide Absolutely. is appropriate to give us. We accept pennies, coins, pesos. Um, I don't know. Traveler's any checks. I'll take traveler's checks. I'm not mad about traveler's checks. Pounds, uh, money orders. Um, uh, you know, not as long pounds as the funds are verifiable here, as as but pounds as in spendables. Um, yes. And if you want to do that, you can go to our PayPal. You can go to paypal.me slash let's have a fee fee. Um, and 
lay more money in there. Um, and if you're not tired of that, you can support our our friends and folks um, who proudly support us, um, like Success Boutique, LC Designs, and Wigs of a Kind. Uh, I will say that most of the makeup on my face was from Success. This is an LC necklace, and I am not wearing a Marissa wig, although I did reach out to her today um, about something that I'm going to need uh, in April. Hmm. I didn't make the list. So I will not be joining you in April, maybe. Cats, I have extras. You have no, I don't need extra cats. I got enough. You don't have any cats, so you technically they wouldn't be extra. No, no, you're not doing that to me. No, you're not doing that to me. Uh, Uh, you can also text L H A F. I was doing it the previous weeks, but I guess I fell off the train. Uh, but you can text LHAF to 602-730-7379, and I promise to get back <laughs> on track and uh, send you the text. I was doing good there for a while, too. Dang. Um, and if you're on Facebook, do the stars. Give us more money. We just ask for all the money. No, you're not <laughs> over here. If you bring a cat over here, you must take a child. Ooh, I, I, that's, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Would she get to pick of the child, though? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, how was your Y'all week, Felicia? We, 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 we've, like, we've missed a... We've missed a week. So what have, what have you been up to? I don't remember. Oh, so I know. Uh, we missed last week's episode because we were doing, um, <laughs> I love the title of the podcast, um, <laughs> Ask Smart People Smart Questions. Or is it the other way around? Ask Smart Yes, that's ask right. Smart Questions? No, Ask know. Smart People Smart Questions. We don't know why we were on this panel. <laughs> I mean... But we sound pretty cohesive, like we know what we're talking about on the mm-hmm. episode. Um, we just so, we use words. We use good words. We use the best words. Um, I think I kind of shocked some people because they were like, "What that happens to you?" So if you uh, you watch us every week, you know what's been going on. So it was just a discussion about drag culture and less about how the bills are being passed, but more on how it's affecting us and um, it was a great conversation. Um, it really was. Cause we, we talked about like, like, like current drag culture. We also talked about um, like historic. the history of drag, um, you know, and, and all, all sorts of things. Um, I think the podcast is actually out. We'll have to post the link on our, um, on our page. Yeah. I posted it on Patreon first because oh, that makes that's sense. What I, do. Um, that's what I do. But yeah, so it's it's it was a great conversation. Um, it was uh, Felicia, myself, uh, Michelle from um, uh, Drag Story Hour, and Marshall Shore, who is um, our sort of hip historian. He's our resident uh, LGBTQ Arizona LGBTQ. Um, history buff so which is kind of cool 
Um, but it was a, it was definitely a good conversation. So we'll we'll get that link posted. Um, I highly recommend listening to it. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but then I was there. So, oh, <laughs> hmm. hmm, yeah. Um, let's see. What, uh, definitely want to uh, bring some of those folks onto the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked on Saturday, and then <laughs> I do this every year, y'all. So we have this big event, and I treat myself, basically, to a massage. And sometimes I'll add a facial, because my thing is, I do this silly thing where I subscribe to things, just like you subscribe to go to the gym and never go. I subscribe (laughs) to uh, a massage therapy at Massage Envy membership, and sometimes never get a chance to go. Like, I want to go but I never get a chance to go. So anyhow, every year I scheduled this appointment and never had a problem till now. Um, so um, worked the event, great event. On my way there, just about a half hour before I was supposed to be there, on my way there, I get a call from the Massage Envy that tells me that my massage therapist is not there. And I was like... Oh. Which in itself, okay, like, shit happens. Yeah. I get it. But... So then I proceed to... Because they're like, do you want to cancel the facial? And in some instances I would have, but I kind of needed some you know, zoning out, you know, reclaiming my space. Um, And so I did the facial. I asked to have the facial extended to 90 minutes. No, can't get the facial extended. And I was told that somebody else was coming in after me. I stood in there afterward for about 15, 20 minutes. I didn't see nobody. So I could have stayed a little longer. Anyway, um, and then um, I so they said so sorry that um, your person canceled. We won't uh, we won't charge you your credit for it, but would you like to rebook? Like no shit, you won't charge me. Like I, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I knew you weren't gonna. Well, I assume you weren't gonna charge me, and I could come back. Um, because I, I got a lot of credits there. Um, and so I said, okay. So I took out my calendar because I'm a paper calendar first. And then a, I'll put it in my phone. Um, and then so she goes, what time? And I said, so sometime after work on a Friday would be nice. Because you I don't like going in the middle of the week because that kind of feels whatever. Anyway, and so every Friday that I had picked... Or Thursday. There's one Thursday that I picked. She said, well, that would be the massage therapist that you were booked with today. And she's not really reliable. Okay. So is there another massage therapist around after? Like, I'm trying to go, like, after 4 o'clock. only have one? Like, (laughs) And I'm like, so on Thursday, the same person is not going to be dependable for me? Okay, so I said, I, I, 
here I am closing my little planner, like, a, and I'm just like, hmm. She's like, but would you like to do some, you know, like stretches? I'm like, I'm not here for the reflexology at the moment. I mean, that sounds nice, but I came for a massage. Like, where's the, where's the, and so the audacity of these people, they didn't know how much trouble they were going to get into because I don't know. They sent me a survey the night after. (laughs) I think that's funny. They totally was like (laughs) the worst fucking service ever. And then here's the survey. We'd love it if you told us how we did. All I can tell you is I don't think there's a character limit on (laughs) the survey. And I went into full detail about how I was not happy and how they called me a half hour before. My facial could not be extended. Um, I did excuse that the esthetician was very nice. So I had to make sure that I put that in there because I didn't want her to get all swallowed up into this. Um, But I was like, um, having somebody, um, you know, like I would go to Elements, but I have all these credits. So what I'm thinking about is using up all the credits and then just canceling it and then saying like, I'll do a la carte. Cause we know plenty of people who are like, uh, John's really good. Like he, he is like, he's, he's really good. Oh, well that's, that's what I mean. And we have other friends that do massage and I, I would more than likely love to give my money to not some big old, franchise that isn't respecting me um and so i sent that survey i checked my email this morning they haven't got back to me so we'll see we'll see uh but that was like the big like uh uh-oh uh over the weekend um and then i had magic on sunday night uh we celebrated mia's birthday um and you know partied it up a little bit but it's been uh baby time pretty much mm-hmm. over here mm. baby time she starts <laughs> we went we did all the things we bored nope nope uh, you can i'm good you can come over anytime mm-hmm. baby nope I'm good. Thank you so much, though. Um, so I did um, on Saturday. I did LC's last show at the Rock, which Ooh, I told people that? ahead of time. I said, "Look, this is going to be a shit show." Yeah. At least you told your customers right up front. Like we we knew that this was going to be like everybody did great. Everybody was you know entertaining and and you know whatever. But Lord, I mean, we all know LC gets off on tangents when she drinks and I couldn't hear anything that was being said. All I know is that I'd stick my head around and be like, Oh my God, she's still talking. Like, cause we'd be waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I couldn't hear shit. Were her and me on the same thing? Cause that sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was a good time. I mean, I, I, I had fun. Um, I did, uh, I did, (laughs) I did um, Elton John because she requested it. And then I did a new number, which I think is probably one of my sexiest yet. Is this the one I saw on Instagram earlier? Could be. Yes. Um, Piss was like, I'm not sure what this is. mm -hmm, Yep. That'd be the one. (laughs) 
Yeah, that would be the one. Yeah, I I I re-shared it to my story because yeah, that's it was it that was, deserving, huh? Spectacular. Um, that was fun. Things um, I can't unsee anymore. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but I did uh, last week. I actually got some uh, some interesting health news. Now, for those of you that know me, I I. You know, I, I talk about the fact that I, you know, I've been feeling kind of old and run down lately and, you know, just kind of blah and tired. And it didn't really occur to me that the blah and tired basically coincided with getting COVID last April. And I've basically been feeling like shit since then. Um, and... The video probably doesn't exist anymore, by by the way, babe, because it was a story on Instagram or something. So it's temporary. Oh, so would you like me to share it to you? Um, but I just watched. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, after feeling like this chronic fatigue, like I have been dealing with chronic fatigue for ever. Um, it's been like months and. For a while, I just kind of chalked it up to, like, all the stuff that was kind of going on with the house, stuff that we were dealing with in the family. I'm like, it's just stress. It's fine. It's, you know, it was before, like, while all the construction was happening on the drag cave and everything was like, it was just, there was a lot of chaos happening. So I just interpreted it as my body just wanting to deal with it by just being tired, whatever. Mm. Um, But it didn't go away. Um, and it just kept like, I could literally close my eyes at any time and fall asleep. And which is not normal for me. Like I'm tired. Like if I'm doing stuff, but I'm not normally like that, like that's, that's abnormal for me. So I'm, you know, I talked to my doctor the last time I was there a few months ago and checked my thyroid. And at first it came back a little sketchy, but then we checked it again and it came back fine. So my thyroid was normal. Like we keep checking all these different things and everything kept coming up normal. My blood work is actually really good for an old dude. Like you'd be surprised. Um, but a young then, old dude. Um, but then uh, I think this was it last week, maybe the week before. I don't remember last week. Um, she was like, you know what? Just for shits and giggles, I'm going to test you for the Epstein Barr virus. Uh, for those of you that aren't What's familiar, Epstein Barr is what causes mono. I have never had mono, never, not once. It's very common. Something like ninety percent of the population has Epstein Barr, has been exposed to Epstein Barr. Um, it's dormant, whatever. Um, wow. It's one of those viruses that can just you can just get it and it just sits with you without Gross. showing any symptoms or anything. It just sits dormant. And I'm like, she's like, have you ever had mono? And I'm like, no, never. Not when I was younger. Not like, not ever. And it was like, you know, we, my partner, of course, fell down a rabbit hole of Googling because that's what she I did. do that too. A hypochondriac. Um, but come to oh. find out that uh, COVID, folks that have had COVID, COVID is actually, um, they're seeing that it's actually reactivating dormant viruses. Um, so but you never had it. It doesn't matter. It's one of those things that you could have been exposed to. Oh, and you'll never know because all. if you don't show any symptoms, you're not going to get tested for it. So come to find out um, when the test came back, 
Sure enough, um, it was not currently active. It's back to being dormant, but it was active at some point. Um, mm. And like, Scary. I don't, I don't see enough people. I don't, I don't share bodily fluids with pretty much anybody um, except for my partner. So it's not like I could have caught mono and you know what I mean? So it was just mm. there um, at some oh. point I must've been exposed. And this, when I had COVID it triggered it. So this fucking fatigue, the fact that my back is constantly hurting, the fact that basically everything hurts um, is essentially all because of this fucking Epstein bar. And it, what sucks is we now know why, but there ain't shit we can do about it. There's nothing you can do. You just kind of have to ride it out. So at least I know why, but now it's like, well, this is dumb. And now I just have to sit here and deal with it until it decides to go away. But that being said, if you feel off, go get, checked for things like don't let anybody whether it's yourself or someone else try to tell you that it's nothing um and nobody really told me it was nothing like we were checking things because we you know thought it was something i was like well it's just stress so i kept i kept oh god oh sorry uh i'm trying to share the video sorry thanks um so, yeah, but it, 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 for anybody that may have had COVID that has been feeling those lasting effects and things, um, if you haven't had any other answers, if you can't figure out why the fuck you're still feeling like shit, um, maybe go get tested for Epstein-Barr. Um, because, again, it's nothing you can really do about it, but at least it would give you a why and a reason. Because, mm. ugh, like, it, yeah. at, least it's, at least it's a reason, you know? Like it, it sucks, but at least it's a reason. So, wow! All right, I know it's stupid. It, like I'm, I've upped my vitamin D. I'm taking like all these different vitamins and things, and trying to, yeah, you because know, my vitamin D was slightly low, but not low enough to be like an issue. Issue, but we're bumping it up anyway to see if that helps. It's just, it's just. Ugh. And yeah. some people have partners that tell them to stop saying what? Saying it's not. I don't know what she's talking about. Just ignore her. It's fine. <laughs> um, so for my tip tonight, I wanted to talk about something um, that we we've talked about in the past, but it's been a hot minute and we have new people that, you know, listen and, and jump on. So I wanted to talk about this again because we have, um, uh, different things that are coming up. Southwest Love Fest uh, is coming up in April, which um, Teddy Michael and I are what actually presenting that? at. Um, it's a conference for like the poly uh, and sort of kink community. It's actually, it's a pretty informative. Um, but I wanted to talk again about kink on a budget because mm. like I said, I think it's worth revisiting. Um, I think that there is a there's a certain amount of of privilege that is seen in the kink world. Um, a lot of tools are uh, are expensive, very expensive, uh, depending on what you're what you're looking at, um, and that limits uh, the folks who are able to have access to the good stuff. And there is 
totally you know there is snobbery if you know if you have like a knockoff version of this or you know if this isn't as good as this or whatever it is like it it happens so um so i wanted to talk about the fact that there are ways to experience and experiment with kink that won't break the bank and it encourages you to get creative um i have a nifty little like Oh, you have show and tell? Um, uh, We have show and tell tonight. I know. It's very exciting. So one of the first things that you can look at, and okay, I'm going to stress this first real quick. Do not use things that you would actually use. Like don't take things from your kitchen and use them and then put them back in your kitchen. Don't do that. Oh. Get separate pieces of things. Just don't do that because, ew, don't don't do that. So if you look at everyday things. mm, I'm good. So <laughs> kitchen utensils, um, massage, you know, the massage balls that are on like the end of the sticks, like the massage things, um, spoons, meat shredders. Um, there's all sorts of stuff. So let me pull up my. So here's a, a nifty. This is this is one of those pasta measurer things, you know, that tells you what your your uh, a serving size of pasta. Mm-hmm. This is but it also makes. A fantastic paddle. Literally mm. just a paddle. But it works. It works great. It's solid. And it's gonna it's gonna pack quite a punch. Also have so for impact. I found this sucker. This is pretty cool. This is a giant whisk. This will also work for impact play. Like this it, and all these different things have different sort of sensations. So this, like, this is pretty cool. I don't um, know if you if walked you're... in the bedroom with that, I might laugh. So if you're handy, you can turn all sorts of things into impact, uh, impact toys. Um, I feel like I'm example... watching Captain Kangaroo, but kink go? edition. Oh, here we go. So this is a fun one. This is actually a Disneyland baseball. So they baseball on a uh, badminton handle, badminton racket handle. And this sucker is a really cool um, impact toy. Like this, this sucker really packs a wallop, but it's literally a baseball with a hole drilled through it on uh, a badminton handle. Like that's literally what this is. Did somebody make, did you make that? Um, so I did not. I'm not that handy. Uh, but there is um, a... Oh, my God. Does it make Mickey Mouse noises? Um, <laughs> that would be spectacular. Um, there's actually a store on Etsy called Beatings on a Dime. And he upcycles oh. all sorts of shit from Barbies to... You you name it. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, let me see what I got here. Okay, so... Interesting. This one I did make. This is actually, this was like a, a breadboard. Like a charcuterie board type thing. Mm. And I took um, I took a yoga mat and uh, cut it up and put it on one side and then covered the other side with leather. So you have a slightly, uh, a slightly more cushioned side and then this side. This side is uh, super fun. Um, so this is um, uh, like a meat pounder. This is a great uh, heavy impact toy too. This um, and you can use the other side because it's got the the thingies and you got like yeah the tenderizer. 
yeah like this this is like this is a fantastic uh <laughs> uh that's actually not that thick i mean it's all right but it it it, it does but they said they um, <laughs> yes um but see something like this and a lot of these things you can actually find at like the dollar store like you don't have to go spending a lot of money on it good old um, dollar good old dollar store just putting out great like great this is like a potato masher thing that is also a fun that's why we that's why we said we don't mix thanksgiving in the bedroom mm-hmm you don't want to do that um if you um like see these are the this is one of those like the massage balls you know that the you you, you use them i don't know i haven't had a massage why'd you got to bring that up that's not a barbecue brush that's a maybe that's a barbecue brush we have a potato mash that looks like it too um barbecue brush whatever thing i think we got it at the dollar <laughs> store whatever it is um but these are great they can be used for sensory where's the other it one? almost looks like the mickey mouse thing a little bit they're a little bit different though because they're rubber so they're gonna oh. feel a little bit different they're more bouncy so these can be used. Uh, these can be used for like a sensory kind of massage. They can also be used as kind of nice butt bruisers um, if you do it right. Um, I feel like I want to play the person like a xylophone. You see, you can do that too. Now, for things like sensory, which is just like different sensations and stuff, you can use uh, things like a sponge. That matches your outfit. Thank you. Like, this has a completely different sort of sensation. Wait, wait. I have questions. Yes. What would you use the sponge for? Sensory. So if you are, um, so you, there's, you've, you have impact and you have sensory. So Ask the impact bongos. is when you're like, yes. you know, impact. Uh, sensory is more... Uh, like sensory can be super fun if you uh, if you blindfold your partner and kind of like take away one of the senses because then you can really kind of experiment with different sensations, um, different things that feel differently along the body. Um, for example, like this is just an old piece of um, the sponge is scratchy. Oh. Uh, so it's going to feel completely different. This is an old piece of like rabbit fur. So it's super soft and that's also really great for aftercare. Um, and this was actually cut off an old jacket that I found at Goodwill. Like, I didn't spend any money on that. Um, what else have I got down here? My goodness. A hairbrush. Depending on the hairbrush, it could uh -huh. be both impact um, and sensory. Um, if you find a, a good sturdy uh, hairbrush that has like the flat back, oh, oh. Uh, that can totally be used as impact. Um, this could as well. It's a very kind of, it's sharp though. So you need to be aware of that. Um, but this also works great for sensory. So the point this is that there's all sorts of things that, perfect, see? Something like that. So... I There's all sorts of things that that you can use <laughs> to have a full kink experience from sensory to impact and everything in between. Um, and you don't have to necessarily spend 
a ton of money. Um, places like Beatings on a Dime um, on Etsy. Uh, the upcycled stuff is is fun. It's inexpensive. Um, and it, like I said, if you're handy, you can do that shit yourself. We have a foam bat that's filled with rebar for a heavy, thuddy impact. Um, if you did want to splurge on something but don't have uh don't have the cash all at once you could potentially do things like use a firm or klarna or the paypal pay in four uh they'll spread the payments out either bi-weekly or monthly and that is actually a way if there's like say there's a flogger or something that you were looking at that you're like oh my god i want this flogger you saw it online you're like, this is like, it's, it's exactly what you wanted, but it's, you don't have the cash on hand and Lord knows, do I get that if you don't have the cash on hand, but you can do like the $20 a month or 20 bucks every two weeks or whatever, you could go that route. And that still won't necessarily make break sure the, the money is in your accounts. Right. They get aggressive. But if you wanted to be able, I not really. There's been a couple times and they're like, hey, you need to, I'm like, oh, let me just transfer this over. But they don't really like, I don't, I haven't really had any issues. Um, but it's a good way if you want, if you saw something that you did want to splurge on, you could do it that way. And then you don't have to worry about having a huge chunk of money at the ready at that exact moment. Because um, I know there's some things that you sometimes you're looking online, especially Etsy. Some of the Etsy sellers have some gorgeous things. Like, oh my god, some of the stuff is fantastic. Um, I have been looking at um, like underwear. Um, yeah, and um, they have some like la- I want to say lingerie, but whatever for uh, all types of people on Etsy. So I encourage that because um, there are people like making uh, clothing for different size people, for different people with different anatomy. Um, I And some of it seems pretty legit. Some of the stuff that I've gotten has been very. I, um, I've had very good luck with uh, with getting things on Etsy. A um, mm-hmm. couple more fun things real quick. So these are actually doggy chew toys, but they're like monkey fists. So these can be used as either impact or sensory monkey Monkey fists. It's a type of knot. Oh, because they're made out of paracord. So these are like, these are are durable. You can use them as like little massage poundy things. Um, They will pack a little bit of a punch if you want to use them for impact and then these i really like these these we got at the dollar store because you can find these are meat shredders right the meat claws oh pulled pork exactly um and like amazon has them for i don't know 15 or 20 bucks these literally at the dollar store i think they were like a dollar 99 and these are awesome for like i got my sensory like they're they're great they have like they are they they feel absolutely amazing like they really do like they're like and you can use them harder you can use them softer you can like there's all sorts of cool stuff that you can do with these but these are a favorite and these i highly recommend um a couple of tips writing a list list. y'all just i got you um the metal ones could break skin very easily i would not recommend yeah, using be the metal ones 
just um, all the spots on my back. So, a couple of <laughs> tips. You would think that these would be like not with metal sense, ones, but um, don't keep your toys in the car. Doesn't matter what kind of toys. But it's don't winter. Don't keep your floggers in the car. It's don't keep. No. Don't keep them in the car. Um, if you, uh, yeah, just don't. Not in winter, not in summer, especially in Arizona. Don't do it. Um, and if you are experimenting and you get, you know, a cheap flogger or you get, you know, a cheap paddle or a cheap crop or whatever uh, from, you know, Fascinations or Castle or wherever, remember that they are, in fact, cheap. Um, they're usually made out of, you know, fake leather, which after a while, that's going to start to disintegrate. It'll start shredding and start shedding pieces, especially on like the little floggers and stuff. They're not great. They're not made well, usually. So handles can come off. So you need to be very careful if you are trying to use, um, I always feel like cheaply that stuff made is like one-time use. Right. Well, you have to, you just, you have to be very careful if you're, you know, you're, you're using, um, you know, cheaper, not real leather, poorly made um, toys for any sort of impact, because you have to be careful if you go flying, you know, flinging a flogger around and the thing flies off, you could hurt somebody. Um, if you're, you know, pieces could come off of it. So just be very mindful about using those for, for any sort of heavy play. Um, they can be used for more of a, like a sensory um, things. If you get like the, the cheaper floggers, you can be used for like light spanking and things. You just want to be careful um, that you are using them appropriately. Um, but if you ever decide that you want to splurge on a good, well-made flogger, um, whether, uh, whether it's uh, leather, whether it's made out of paracord, whether it's made out of rubber. Um, if you have a, a good flogger, if you take care of it, um, it will literally last you for years. Um, and yes, uh, there are some things uh, that you want to be uh, careful about uh, sharing, um, depending on where you're using things. Uh, Always remember to clean and sterilize as best you can. Uh, leather can be a little bit tricky, but if you know folks that are in the leather community, they can actually help you uh, with being able to clean and condition things like floggers, um, mm. paddles, and 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 whatnot. Um, but you know, people enjoy different things in different areas. So if you are using something in a, do we say more sensitive area? Um, that uh, you could end up with some sort of bodily fluids. Uh, you want to make sure that you clean it before you use it on someone else, unless you are like fluid bonded, um, because you could potentially uh, spread STIs and different things, which you don't want to do. Um, so just keep that in mind as well. But hopefully... Um, there was some good ideas. Hopefully this kind of piqued some interest. Um, and you, you really don't have to 
uh, you don't really don't have to break the bank to be able to enjoy uh, kink or, you know, you, you don't, you don't have to, you don't, eh, you, you don't have to break the bank. Um, I think most of the things that I pulled up were things that you either have around the house, things you can find at the dollar store, um, things you could make yourself if you wanted to, uh, pieces you could find different pieces at like Goodwill and put things together. Like there, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be expensive to be enjoyable. And, you know, in fact, if you're still sort of experimenting, if you're still fairly new, then there's really no reason to spend a whole ton of money on stuff. If you don't know, you're going to like it. So get some cheaper things, play with the different types of impact and see if it's something that you even like, if not, then you didn't spend, you know, $150 on a flogger. Um, so also reiterating that we don't take things from the kitchen and reuse or repurpose uh, buy new or either for your yeah buy new <laughs> yeah don't don't I don't I don't want to do either or because that no uh, uh, yikes oh yeah um, yeah yeah absolutely. If you have friends that you trust and you want to be like, I don't know how this would work or show me something like this, like you can do that. So, yeah, we'll have to I've just felt, I felt like it would be a good I just felt like <laughs> talking about this every once in a while is a good thing because of the amount of privilege and sometimes classism that pops up in the kink world and things. So, you know, is that um, um, uh, never mind. Uh, I felt like asking but i feel like it does happen i feel Mm -hmm. like uh people go well i don't do that like so it's like a you know what i'm saying like um like kink shaming yeah like it's oh i don't do that Mm. oh totally that's i feel like that happens so often like people are like oh my god why i'm like but why not that's the problem Ah, speaking of, why not? Uh, (laughs) Let's move into current events and talk about some of the stupid (sighs) bullshit that's going on. Uh, So after uh, constantly denying that he's ever done drag, we all seen the picture. Deny, 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 deny. George Santos, he's back. Uh, finally admitted that he was young and having fun. Uh, but I think he also said that he wasn't in drag, though. He was young and having fun. That was the part where he was like, no, I wasn't in drag. I was young and having fun. Right. And, um, in drag, motherfucker. You were in drag. Everybody seen the pictures? The Brazilian drag queens have been like, here's the videos. Like, it's <laughs> unmistakable. <laughs> They're like, no, no, no. We have all the receipts. Um, it's like all the other fucking Republicans that are, you know, here's video of you saying this. Oh, no, no, I didn't say that. It's no, like he's literally saying, like, video. There's video of you saying this. Oh, no, but I but I didn't, though. But somehow he's got some kind of card or something because the Republicans still won't get rid of him because he's lied. He has a false resume. He has this, that, and the other. He's been a drag queen, and apparently it's okay for him to be in drag, but not me. Um, so, questions? 
they don't they don't want to lose the majority if they get rid of him they run the risk of having a democrat in his place and then they're depending on the homosexuals Mm. so german authorities have arrested a woman accused of murdering her doppelganger who she found online in order to fake her own death never thought about that find the doppelganger hire the doppelganger kill the doppelganger why not have the doppelganger have them go to work for you right i mean think of feel but then you'd have to pay them we would share like our paycheck no i don't want to fucking do that fuck that (laughs) (laughs) or you go get another job while they're working you know yeah wow (sighs) that's crazy um so and other crazy news and so downright radical uh, the FBI completed its search of uh, Joe Biden's. Uh, is it Rebohis? Rehoboth. 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 Uh, uh, great. Uh, I took English in America. It failed me. Um, and finding <laughs> no classified documents. Imagine that. Uh, unlike other searches um, in Florida and some what relatable areas. None of the searches on uh, the Biden's property have required a warrant because eh, the Bidens have been like, yeah, go in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what happens when you're cooperative. (laughs) Also in in politics, we're back to George Santos because... He of course, uh, he has actually stepped down from committee uh, from uh, the committees that he was on uh, amid calls for his resignation. He still won't resign. Um, he gave an interview to a right wing newscast. He said that he's learned his lesson and everything oh. from now on will be above board. And he's going to double check everything, which is probably a good idea. You know, you want to make sure uh, that your grandparents are not Holocaust survivors. Uh, make sure that you know your own name, where you went to college, you know, important things like that. Those are good things that you want to double check um, because those are literally all things that he has fucking lied about. Okay. So he must have short-term memory loss uh, because um, on Holocaust Remembrance Day, mm. uh, Santos, again, here he is, uh, delivered a speech about the Holocaust on the House floor. Of course hmm. he did. Why? Mm. Is anybody seeing anything wrong with this? Is this I, like with the 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 okay. amount of of I I don't know I I don't understand how you've like, seen a movie like this. What kind of movie? Tell me like, what this movie is. Is it Tootsie? Uh, <laughs> I think she was talking about killing the doppelganger. Um, oh, I I feel like like he's. I don't understand how he's still eligible to even hold his position. I don't understand why they haven't just thrown him out. Stop like, it. Stop like, it. I don't, so, I don't you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go apply for jobs. I'm going to lie on my resume. I've been at Harvard all this time. I've, I I now have a law degree. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to apply for a job. and then I'm going to go for the minority thing and tell everybody I'm black. Ooh. On Black History Month? Yeah, that's if the 
I mean, no, they, there's they somebody in the news that already did that. I, oh. Don't get caught up in that. Rachel did that. Remember Rachel? She's like yeah, George Santos. Forever ago. She, she's like George Santos. Mm. Anyway, I think I'm gonna lie on all the things, and then I'm gonna say, you know what? Since I got this job, I didn't really mean what I said in my resume, so. I totally forgot. I actually didn't go to Harvard, and yeah. I totally forgot that I wasn't actually black. Sorry. Yeah, and I totally don't think that I've ever had a 15-year career as a drag performer, ever. And I don't know how you found these pictures, so... Not me. It's not me. I was just young and having fun. <laughs> okay, but you were 44 years old. I was young at heart. I was young at heart and having fun. Oh my gosh. And he was so calm. That's the part. Was, he's calm about everything. He's a he's a pathological liar. And because yeah. everything he said, he said with an absolute straight face. When he was talking about like his grandparents being sort of like Holocaust survivors, he's like, Yeah, you know, when they uh, you know, when they came over, like all the records and stuff were changed because they had to change their name, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they did not change their name from like, I don't know, Baumgartner to Santos. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> not a fucking thing. Uh, if anything, when like immigrants were coming over, they changed their names to sometimes they changed their names to like Smith to keep it simple. Right. But they didn't change like one ethnic name to another ethnic name. That's they not didn't go, how that goes. They didn't go, oh, I don't like this name. Santos sounds like a good last name. What the fuck is stupid? So fucking wow. stupid. Wow. Somebody answered the phone. Uh, oh my God. So happy Black know. History Month. Yay. So um, I saw this on Twitter. Um, I, I think it's very wonderful um, that we start um, by celebrating a significant voice in Black history who was born on Mar uh, March 1st, whoa, uh, February 1st, 1926. And I can never say his name, so I'm not going to butcher it. But James we know Mercer Langston Hughes? Yes, I messed it up. Don't is ask Is it the why. James? The James is the, it's the James. Yeah, that's it's what it is, because it's not Santos. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but you know him better as Langston Hughes. Uh, he has been named one of uh, the central figures in the Harlem Renaissance, a flourishing, flourishing time. Wow, I can't speak today at all. <laughs> a flourishing time of Black intellect. Wow, I didn't even spell that right. Um, intellectual no, and literary and artistic life in America. He wrote novels, short stories, plays, and what he's most known for is his poetry. Um, he's also known for dabbling in the world of jazz and the influence it had on his writing, as well as he influenced other jazz mm -hmm. artists. Um, Absolutely. And yeah. And uh, what's kind of cool also is that Barbie uh, has um, honored the first black woman pilot, Bessie Coleman, uh, with a uh, commemorative doll, um, which is kind of cool. Um, at the age of 29, Coleman enrolled in a flight school and received her international pilot's license on June 15th, 1921. That was pretty much unheard of. Like, First not a thing. First of all, she was a woman. And right. <laughs> secondly, she was black. So, right. Whoa. 
she's been an inspiring example of courage and determination since then. And the Barbie Inspiring Woman series uh, is going to uh, celebrate amazing uh, woman role models uh, throughout history. And uh, Coleman is the latest one to join the ranks, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, being black is new. Um, and I knew it from day one, I guess. Correct. Um, but archaeologists have discovered um, the oldest and most complete Egyptian mummy. And it's the, I think the keyword is, that I just left out is a non-royal mummy. Hmm. Um, and this guy has more than 22,000. Um, how do I share the screen? I should have had this ready. Um, more than 22,000. Um, oh, figurines with him, right? Yeah. I think. Um, yes. Um, I, so I'm a, I'm always, I've always been fascinated by ancient Egyptian history, um, ancient Greek as well and Roman. And then, but so this is, this is really, really interesting. It's absolutely mm -hmm. fascinating. Um, because it was always up, up, generally believed that you had to either be, um, royal or high ranking to, uh, be properly, uh, mummified. Um, mm -hmm. they're, you know, they, they're, they often did, you know, the sort of the, the general, um, uh, embalming and, and things like that for, you know, the lower class citizens. Um, but the one thing that they didn't do for the lower class citizens that they did, um, for royalty and the higher class citizens was they would actually remove their brain. Mm. So if the brain was missing, uh, or, you know, they, when they did the, like the, the, the CT scan on the mummy, um, if, uh, if they could tell that the brain had been pulled out, if they could tell that the brain was missing, that would give them an idea of where, uh, this mummy, this, this individual would have sat basically in terms of, of, uh, in terms of status. Um, but this is, yeah, this is like super, super cool. Um, the Disney Plus has the uh, the National Geographic Channel, and I watched I, I, all the the things on it, like the the massive necropolis, um, like mummies that out like are, are four thousand years older mm -hmm. than like what they thought was the oldest mummy. Like it, it if you think about it, so the the uh, the ancient Egyptian, um. Uh, um, civilization is was so old that there were archaeologists in ancient Egypt. Yes, like that is how old. Like the ancient Egypt had arch. Like th that's like. I like to point yeah. out that this is in Africa because I think that sometimes people forget that Egypt is in Africa. Oh, you mean Africa is not a country? <sighs> <sighs> My goodness! So that's really exciting. Um, you can find out more by uh, going to their Instagram. I don't know how to say his name either, but it was very exciting. Oh, it's to read this. Uh, it's uh, uh, Zahi Hawass. Yeah, 
he's like one of the leading uh leading archaeologists um in egypt like he he's he's done a lot of stuff a lot of stuff so they're still digging up stuff that i was like oh i thought we was done no there's so much that that hasn't uh there's so much that hasn't like we've only tipped the surface as far as um the ancient egyptian um civilizations like there's there's we barely tip the surface but it's fascinating um in not so awesome news um the video of tyree nichols murder at the hands of the cops uh was released um it's almost an hour long and it is rough hard to watch um there are a lot of people that won't watch it they can't watch it and i don't blame them like that's not something like I will say that if you're listening or watching, trigger warning. Yeah. Uh, if you do not handle uh, severe incidents, uh, police brutality. You, yeah, you yeah. can. You can. You won't be able to handle this. No, uh, it's it's very hard to watch, and and I don't. I, I people are like, well, why'd they release it? I understand why they released it. Like the, you, you, it's accountability. It's transparency. Um, it's still some sketchy shit, but, uh, the, the EMTs that were at the scene have been fired. Uh, I personally think they should be charged as accessories. Um, but whatever Mm -hmm. the five black officers, uh, that were involved were fired. Uh, you think they would have been fired if they were white? Because history says no. Uh, Mm. in fact, there were two other officers, uh, one white and one that has, uh, is still unidentified. Um, and the one that was white was put on leave. He wasn't fired. Oh. He was put on leave. Oh, think about it. Right. Uh, the five black officers are due to be arraigned and indicted on seven counts each uh, later this month, uh, including second degree murder, aggravated assault, aggravated kidnapping with bodily harm, aggravated kidnapping and possession of a deadly weapon, official misconduct, and official oppression. Uh, several of the involved cops uh, had. Uh, gotten written reprimands and short suspensions for violating department policies in the past. Um, But it's fine. We just let them be cops anyway. So um, I know that. And it's really uh, just black on black crime. So I I know that Whoopi Goldberg is under a lot of, um, I didn't, I shared the interview with some folks, but um, because I think that, there's a huge, huge, well, we've been talking about this for years. A huge missed opportunity here that all police forces are missing is that a training could be longer and more intense, uh, more in, uh, what's the word? More rigorous, rigorous. Is that, that sounds mm-hmm. right to me. Um, where you're not just, mm-hmm like you get the psychology of a, a person where you know how to handle different situations because teachers go through some rigorous, rigorous training and still need rigorous training from time to time. So um, a big discussion was um, that what you brought up is that, is this okay that if you watch the video, is this okay that the white officers stayed on the force and didn't get fired. Um, is this okay that f- 
forget that they're black or white, that we still have police brutality happening at a high rate and it's resulting in death. Um, is it okay to let people think that they'll feel unsafe, let people feel like they're unsafe Mm -hmm. to call the police. Um, Because um, studies show that when the police are feared, even when they're in like uh, domestic violence incidents, they will not call the police because they fear that they're the ones that's going to get shot or hurt. That's already, um, I mean, because that's, that's happened. That's already happened. Like that's yeah. people get called out for either a mental health crisis or domestic dispute and people end up killed. People end up dead. Not because of whatever, because of the fucking cops. Um, and the city, uh, uh, this, uh, people took over the freeway, mm-hmm. uh, this week, uh, protesting. Yep. And it turns when you see people who in essence don't deserve it getting hurt and dying and it's not like just like one or two incidents and we're all outraged it's like one or two incidents constantly right so I don't want us to go numb from this I want us to kind of fold in and say, what the fuck are we doing? Well, when we say, you know, when when people talk about the police brutality and, and all the deaths at the, the hands of cops, and then they say ACAB, and, you know, all cops are bastards, and people are like, well, my brother's a cop, so I can't agree with that. Here's what we mean when we say ACAB. Okay, so your brother's a cop. Great. I'm assuming then that your brother uh, has stood up and publicly said that there needs to be change and reform uh, within the police department. I'm assuming that your brother then has ratted out, has called out, has um, put on blast the cops that he knows are doing shitty, shady things like using excessive force and using all these things. I'm assuming that your brother is doing all of that, right? Oh no, 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 no. He does. He likes his job. Oh, so his job is more important than making sure that the people who are supposed to protect us, the citizens are doing their job the right way. If your brother, uncle, father, sister, mother, grandmother, I don't give a fuck. If your family member is in law enforcement and is unwilling to stand up and publicly denounce what is going on and publicly call for change and reform at the risk of losing their job, then it still stands. All cops are bastards. Sorry, not sorry. That's how that goes. If you are unwilling to stand up and acknowledge that this is an issue and risk losing your job because you stood up for the right thing, then you're no better than them because you're turning a blind eye and you're not willing to do anything about it because you're so afraid of losing your job. That's too bad. 
even though these people have lost their lives, but whatever, it's fine. They're just people. Mm. They're people like you and me. Mm-hmm. That don't care about other people? Huh? Pretty much. Yep. Ah, wow. Uh, Utah is the first state to ban gender-affirming care for minors in 2023. The state is currently being sued by two civil rights groups. Uh, the ban includes gender-affirming surgeries on minors, which doesn't, which doesn't really happen. Ever happen. Not really a thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also uh, har- hormone blockers. Wow. They're really yep. just which is interesting everything. to me because the University of Utah has a big trans department. Like their trans healthcare department. That's where I got my top surgery. That like that's where I've sent everybody to oh, go get really? their fucking top surgeries. Like the University of Utah has a fantastic trans healthcare department. But mm. It'll be interesting. Um, the FDA, the FDA has proposed easing restrictions on blood donations from bisexual and gay men. Currently, bisexual and gay men are allowed to donate if they haven't had sex with another man for three months. Well, count me out. I'd be fine. <laughs> Under the new guidelines, if you're in a monogamous relationship, you'd be able to donate without issue. If you have a new partner or multiple partners, you'll be asked about your sexual activity within the last three months. Uh, Men who are on oral prep um, and sex workers will have a three-month deferral. And people with HIV are still going to be unable to donate regardless of what their viral load is. Uh, Side note, being on prep uh, has zero effect on donated blood being usable. Like literally nothing. No effect. Um, even medical professionals are suggesting donors don't disclose that they're on prep if they want to be able to donate usable blood. Um, because it's stupid. Like, it's legitimately stupid. Even my doctor was like, I don't understand why they asked that. All it does is stigmatize, you know, you're on prep, so obviously you must be having multiple partners or, you know, doing uh, sex work or whatever. Okay. I've been taking prep now for I don't know how long, and I can't tell you the last time uh, I had sex with a man. Like just in any any man, trans, cis, whatever. I can't. It's been a hot minute. So, but I still keep taking my prep. But because of that, I would technically still be told that I'm ineligible to donate, which would be unfortunate because I'm a universal donor. Hmm. So I'm not saying that not everything necessarily needs to be disclosed if you're donating blood, but I'm also not not saying that. Just saying. Yikes. Hmm. Huh. Things that are being said, though, in the wrong way in context. In 22, in 2022, there were 315 anti-LGBTQ plus bills uh, proposed around the country of those 315 only 29 were actually passed that's scary that 29 were passed but how many do you know of mm. um, but it's nice to know that most uh, of them are ending up in the trash so there is hope um, also az typo and uh, one in 10 i saw that they met with uh, arizona governor uh, katie hobbs 
Um, and she kind of just laid down for them that she did not feel like these would, should be bills that she would yeah, she'll, support. She'll veto, she'll veto all the ones that come across. And so also what I'm hearing is we're just basically wasting tax dollars and, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. uh, but most of these bills are focused on school sports or gender affirming medical care for minors. And so also we're taking LGBTQ plus books out of the libraries, mm-hmm. taking LGBTQ plus this, that I don't understand. Cause you know, if a parent really wants a book, they will buy it. If it's a stupid, so even um, like, Kids have debit cards. They can buy right. it. Right. So uh, real quick, uh, Ben said that uh, they had a falling out with their dad, who is in law enforcement, um, over the whole ACAB thing, um, and didn't seem to understand that his privilege and power w- was an issue. Um, and it's unfortunate that that had to that had to happen. And hopefully, you know, your dad will at some point recognize and acknowledge that this is a, this is an actual thing, you know, that Mm. by not standing up and by, by not using your privilege for good, you're complacent. And that, that goes for pretty much everybody that, you know, that doesn't actually stand up and do anything when push comes to shove. Speaking of which Pope Francis has come (laughs) out and said that homosexuality is a sin, but not a crime, um, and that the Catholic Church should actually help fight against the anti-LGBTQ laws. If you believe that shit. I'm confused. It's a sin, but it's not a crime. Okay. So they don't like you being gay, but it's not illegal. So don't make it, like, there, there shouldn't be laws against it. It's just a sin. So if the sinners want to sin, then, then just let the sinners sin. Yes! Right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, the biggest Speaking sinner of, of them all. Mm-hmm. Is this the governor of Florida? Mm-hmm. DeSantis? DeSantis? Mm-hmm. DeSantis? DeSantis. Oh. Is he a Santos? I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> Does he know him? Um, Probably. The governor of Florida has um, blocked the teaching of an AP African-American course. Um, What it was called in my day was African-American studies. Um, But. Well, that's what this is, uh, but it's the AP course. It's college. So. Are you saying that I didn't take the AP course? Anyway, I defer and going back to this conversation. Uh, (laughs) uh, Democratic governors from Illinois and California are pushing back, asking the college board to not feed into this mediocrity. Um, So I saw folks on Twitter that were like, well, if we're not going to use it in the classrooms, can you send copies to us? And so there were people that were like here's the link you can purchase it and you can because there i will say that there's an undercurrent that's happening and it's been happening for years district schools are losing their their folks because of things like this 
Mm-hmm. Um, and when parents feel like there's no like free thinking, basically, um, that's happening, then there's they're like, okay, well, come back here. We'll join a co-op and we'll teach you the AP course. Ourselves. And that's the that's the thing is that they can go ahead and block all this shit, but it's not going to stop it from happening. People are still like the books, the books that are banning still exist. The course still exists. All the material still exists and it'll get out there because people aren't the stupid. history still exists. History is still I a thing. Le- Sorry. Like I learned in the pandemic that I can find history and it's like a rabbit hole. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we got to educate it's, ourselves. Yeah. If you fu- there's, if you and there's always ways it. to do it. Like we don't, we don't, you can go ahead and ban whatever the fuck you want. People are still going to get a hold of whatever it is. Cause that's, that's how we work. Goodness gracious. When I was reading Indian in the cupboard, I found the movie before I, I mean, we could do anything we set our minds to. So I, I'm not so. going to lie. I remember my, my fifth grade teacher read it, the whole trilogy of Indian in the cupboard to us. Uh-huh. Um, like in in fifth grade and i loved the books i didn't realize of course i do i do love the books problematic pieces of things but it was like it was at the time they were really good books i actually really enjoyed them i didn't care for the movie as much because i always liked the books better but i loved the books i thought the books were great but you know and then you realize but i'm saying you you read them as an adult and you're like yeah it's, but I'm it's saying there's ways that we all right. could learn there's, from this. Right. So, we can get a hold whatever. of anything. What have we got coming up in terms of gigs? I'm fairly light mm. on my schedule these days, which I'm not I'm not mad about. I have our you know usual things coming up. But Ooh, I um, need to add mine. I have a whole bunch of stuff that I need to fill in here. Uh, February eleventh, uh, we will be at uh, Sex Trivia Night at Gracie's Tax Bar. So join us there at eight o'clock. Um, next on my calendar, uh, the. 19th or the I'll update y'all um, oh. but it's later in the month um, yes. February 19th um, I'm yeah. actually part of the royal oh. I can never remember what the fuck they call it the royal court something something some, I don't know what the fuck it is um, but it's like the like the gay day at the renaissance fair so I'm actually like officially a part of that so I'll be there oh, in drag wonderful. which is very strange for me it's very strange for me. Um, and then on March 2nd, um, I'm doing a drag story hour bingo um, at the Drink Me Tea Room in Tempe. I'm very excited about that. I've heard good things about it. Um, and then uh, uh, March 10th, um, I'm super excited um, about this. Um, I had the, the, the pleasure and the privilege to be co-producing um, a drag and burlesque show at the Wild Wild West Con, which is the steampunk uh, convention in Tucson. Um, and I think that we've managed to round up some amazing entertainers. This is like one of my favorite things to do. And I'm stoked that I actually get to perform at it. Um, but we'll have, uh, there's burlesque, uh, there's drag, uh, Justin Sider is performing. Um it's going to be really, really, really cool. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And then just for shits and giggles, um, I found out yesterday officially um, that I have been accepted again um, to uh, Austin International Drag Festival, which 
I'm excited about because last year I was supposed to go and I got COVID and I wasn't able to, which the folks that know how I feel about uh, AIDF mm-hmm. would have known how absolutely devastating that would have been for me. Like that was, I was absolutely heartbroken when I got COVID and got sick and wasn't able to go like that really, really bugged me. So I'm really happy that I'm able to, uh, to go back this year. Um, now I just have to figure out what the fuck I'm bringing. So if anybody has any really good ideas for some really good numbers, help please. And thank you. Um, so I remembered some things. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> uh, so on February 19th, I'll be at Cobalt. Um, I believe it's called Pop Art Drag. Oh, I saw the flyer for that. I think that's, yes, I think that's right. Or Art Pop Drag. Either way. Uh, it's on February 19th. And then on February 26th, I'll be at The Rock for the Supernova pageant. Then I'll run down the street and be at uh, Stacy's for Magic. Um, Which the Supernova is no longer US of A. No, it's the ultimate star. Ultimate star. Something like that. Ultimate rise ultimate rising star, I think. Yeah. It's changing. Something like that. Yes. Um there was another one. It's on the twenty fifth. What was it? It's drag story hour, I believe. At Brickyard Coffee. I'll confirm. All this happened like in the last like couple of days. I know. So, I got the I got the link for like the sign up for the the you know the Black History Month story hour, and I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and let someone else do this one. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, that's the but that's the yeah. I was like, oh, this is available. Uh, right. Because I'm I'm not gonna be that guy. I, I'm not going to be that guy. You, watch me do a fucking Black History Month drag story. No, thank you. Like, I no. I. <laughs> that would be like uh, having an all-white show on Juneteenth, but then putting a post up saying, oh my God, this is such an important day. Not that anybody would ever do that, ever. Not here in this town. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that is pretty much all I can think of at the moment. I, those happened in like the last couple days. Yeah, um, that's that's all I've got right now. So um, that is pretty busy for me. Um, and then we have upcoming guests. We have a comedian, uh, Kevin Carrier. 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 Um, coming on the show, and then we have Holly Shoemaker. Um, oh, she's this month. For some reason, I thought she was March, but Desiree is March. Whatever. Yes. Um, and then we have Desiree in March, Miss Phoenix Pride on March eighth, and we have more coming down the pipe. Um, just need to confirm dates. I don't know why it's so hard for <laughs> to say. Just say yes. Um, <laughs> People have to read their messages first. I know. Um, but all in all, we've made it to the end. And uh, just 20 minutes over and you're still here, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for joining our Wednesday Night Conversation, your Wednesday Night Conversation. It's not mine. 
I don't have a Wednesday night conversation. It's a conversation with you. It's your conversation. <clears throat> um, thank you for all of you who watch live and those that watch on the replay. Be sure to um, go and listen to the Quality Arizona podcast as well as... We'll we post like that link. Yes. Um, as well as um, we uh, love that you keep downloading our episodes. We don't know why, but um, you keep listening to us and sharing us. So keep doing that for whatever reason you're doing. I'm fine with being shared. Oh, yes. As long as my hair doesn't get messed up. Um, (laughs) I don't have to worry so much about that. Sadly. Oh my God, on that note, see you next week for your Wednesday night conversation. (laughs) Good night. Oh my God. <laughs>